He's about to start. It's fine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Coach Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Heidrick, along with... Nick Rush. And David Emmitz. Fun episode here for you today. We are not in our um, always exciting yellow room. We are in our respective homes due to our retreat being on Thursday or Wednesday and Thursday. So we cannot record on our normal Wednesday date. So we are in our homes, um, but still bringing great content. Um, this week we have CC Sports Schedule. We'll get into a little bit of NBA, NFL, and then... Depending on how long we talk, maybe we'll do some uh, some fun games at the end. We'll make this a little fun-packed episode for everybody. Let's get along with the CHC Sports schedule. Um, all right, Wednesday, 4 p.m., JV Hockey away versus DeMatha. Nothing on November 9th that Thursday. Um, Friday, varsity football game is TBD, depending on if they get in the playoffs or not. No, they're not in the playoffs. They they're not in the playoffs, so no game on Friday. 3.20 p.m., JV Hockey away versus Archbishop Spalding. Varsity Hockey, 7 p.m. home versus the Kiskey School, Mount Pleasant. Um, nothing on Saturday, nothing on Sunday, nothing on Monday. We're in a transition between the fall sports and the winter sports, so a lot yeah. of hockey. But Tuesday, we have 3 p.m. JV Hockey home versus Mount St. Joe. Uh, varsity Hockey away versus St. John's, D.C. at 4.50 p.m. And then Wednesday, November 15th, absolutely nothing. Let's get into some NBA. What do we got? Before we boys? do that, before we do that, uh, the Kiski School, the game on Friday is Cardo Crazy Game. All right. And the original theme, the original theme was jerseys. But come to find out, it's their military appreciation game. So the new theme is USA. USA. So, so any military gear you have, like any like you know like uh so, like support our troops, like sweatshirts or um you know any any anything USA themed will be good for the game Friday. So um yeah, and we can uh, I guess we can start with NBA. We can talk about. Yeah, so we have we have a little bit of NBA. I mean, not a ton of news. Um, and then we'll do some college football again. Not a ton of news. Um, and then we'll get into uh, NBA. I mean, NFL. Yeah. Go ahead. Take the stage, gentlemen. Um, so NBA, we can start with talking about this tournament. Uh, I think a lot of fans are confused, as am I. Um, Dave and I are on the same kind of wavelength here. Um, we don't really know how to judge it and how they're going to, you know, finalize an 82-game schedule based around the tournament. Um, but right now, it just seems to be not working. I don't know, Dave, if that's, if that's your take. Uh, yeah, I don't really think they did a great job of uh, explaining it, I guess. And we've kind of seen that with the reactions of players. I mean, Damian Lord came out and said, like, he doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't seem like anybody really knows what's happening, but. I know we're talking about the NBA right now, but I had no clue that the um, college basketball started tonight. Yeah. Uh, we got Did anybody games. know that? Yeah. Maryland's playing. Yeah, right Maryland's now. playing Mount St. Mary's right now, beating them 59-45. All right. I had no clue. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for cutting no, you guys off. No, that's fine, because. Besides that, the NBA, 
it's just getting its uh, it's getting its feet right now. Um, obviously, the the main headline is you know Victor Wembanyama is just uh, absolutely incredible um, in his rookie campaign, and uh, you know on the world of college basketball, Dave, you want to talk about uh, you want to talk about uh, Angel Reese and the LSU the LSU Tigers dropping dropping uh yeah sure i can mention it uh they lost at home to colorado colorado was ranked um they were i think they were 20th but lsu's number one team in the country um according to the polls Mm -hmm. and they 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 were supposed to be really good and they kind of came out flat angel reese had i think around 15 and 10 so like your usual stats but uh, LSU couldn't get it done and actually lost by, I think, 10-plus points. Her brother has 16-8 and eight at the moment, so he's Let's dominating. Go. Yeah, typical Julian Reese, you know, killing the mid-majors. Um, and then, you know, then in an upset world in men's college basketball, um, we have Michigan State ranked fourth in the country losing to James Madison in basketball. Uh, game one into overtime. James Madison hit a three to ice the game to get it to four points. Uh, did you watch that game, Dave? Uh, I did not watch that game, but I saw um, it was really surprising. I mean, usually Michigan State being a top five team in the country, uh, losing at home to an unranked James Madison team is pretty surprising. Uh I always thought Michigan State was a little bit overrated coming into the season. Uh, they they bring back the same core. They always tend to be, in my opinion. That's just like, but yeah. Talk about really running up the score. Arizona beat Morgan State 122 to 59. Oh, this one's even worse. St. Mary's beat Stanislaus State. 107 to 29, or to 28. It's great. All right. It's good hard-fought basketball there. We can move on. I want to go chronological, so we got to jump over to the MLB. The Dodgers, they signed uh, Max Muncy to a two-year, $24 million extension. Um, He's 33 years old, probably retire after the contract. You know, good for him. How many years? Do you say five? Two. He'll be he won't retire after that. He's only been in the league. He's 33? Yeah, he's 33. He won't retire after that. He's still got plenty of pop. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is set to miss the start of the 2024 season after shoulder surgery. Um, yeah. He had highly considered uh, not returning, too. Yeah, I thought last year was his last year. I didn't know he I guess was he's doing back. it again. I guess he's going to do Aaron Rodgers style. Um. And I know last week we talked about the Montez Sweat trade for the NFL. Um, but right after, he signed a four-year, $98 million extension um, with $72.8 million guaranteed. Uh, this looks to me like just a little bit of an overpay, especially with how much money they're funneling into their inside linebackers. It really doesn't seem like they even have the money to spend. Um, but he did make an impact on the first his first start as a bear. So, you know, can't complain. 
if you're a Bears fan, but I think it's an overpay. What do you guys think? Okay. No thoughts. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. And you guys said nothing. What? Okay. I can't. Uh, going back to the MLB, the Tigers acquired Mark. Uh, what, how do you pronounce this man's name? Is it Canna? Mark Canna, yeah. Mark Canna. So, uh, From where? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's not super highly. It's, he's not a super highly touted player, but I mean, he's a good utility guy, outfielder, could play a little bit of second base. Exactly what the Tigers need. More old men who are out of their more heart. old utility guys that don't really do anything. Yeah. Um. Now we can move on to college football. Um. Uh, the biggest the biggest shocker was. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma, and Oklahoma suffers a second straight loss and is now most likely officially done for the playoffs. Um, Washington beats USC, um, and USC officially drops out of the top 25. Um, while the new AP the new AP playoff poll came out, um, and Washington is still on the outside looking in. Sitting at five, or sorry, they're sitting at, I think six. I think Oregon jumped them somehow, um, and Ohio State remains one. I think the order is relatively the same. Um, and now we have to talk MLB wise. This might be more. What about of a, about um of a Ben thing? Maryland, Penn State, big. Yeah, big, big loss there for Maryland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maryland got was the final fifty-seven to seven or something, fifty-nine to seven. I thought it was like fifty-two to seventeen or something. We didn't score uh, more than ten points. You don't think? I don't think so. Here, I'll look at it right now. Okay. NCAA football week ten. Um, Maryland. What happened to this Maryland? Oh, it was fifty-one to fifteen. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I think it was a um, uh, a Tua thing. Yeah, maybe not. Tua thing. Two TDs. Yeah, but his name still is Tua. Um, two TDs, interception, and then Billy Edwards threw an interception. Only made three pass attempts, but two, inter- but an interception. Um, I don't really know what the issue was. Rushing didn't. I just mean do with much. the season. With the season, they. I mean, they've lost like. They're five and four. They've lost a bunch of close games. They've been close, and then they just t- totally fall out of it. Um, but I mean, games they, they shouldn't have it lost. It looks like they couldn't get the rush, the running game going. I mean, Penn State's defense is pretty good, so yeah, I know Roman Hemby, who's had a really good season, was oh, had zero <laughs> yards and five carries. Oh Ooh. my gosh! And Tua. Talia Tungvaloa had eight carries for negative 47 yards. It's because they count in the in college they count sacks against rushing yards. Yeah, but that's that's not good. Let's. Now, I wonder how many times he was sacked. We also fumbled. Tua fumbled once. Ty Felton fumbled once. It just seems like turnovers was an issue. Uh, um. Yeah. All right. He was sacked. One, two, three, four, five, six times. 
Yeah, can't really do that. They had 12 TFLs. Yeah, that's not good. Not good there. Yeah, but 51 to 15 loss to Penn State. All yeah, right, gotta, going to the MLB be, you were talking about. You got to be frustrated if you're a Maryland fan. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, you started the season so promising going. Right, they season. started out hot against Towson. I mean, obviously it's Towson, but they won 38 to 6. Then beating Charlotte 38 to 20 was solid. Beating Virginia 42 to 14, also great. Beating Michigan State 31 to 9, awesome. And then they beat, Indiana. they beat Indiana 44 to 17. They're already out 5 and 0. And then and you, go still... in, you go to Ohio State and you lose by 20 in a game that you were totally in the whole time. You come home against Illinois and you lose by three. The game okay, get over it. But and then you 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 go to Northwestern, you lose by Can't seven. Lose Northwestern. Can't lose. You lose to it's yeah, it's Northwestern, and I think because, we made some mistakes in that game. Two with an interception. Because, look, look, look. If you're counting two with I, another fumble, I, I think I two has been it. he's had issues with uh turnovers all year. I mean, it's Tulia, but yeah. It's not Tua. But that's his name. If you look at it, it's Tulia, but it starts T-A-U. Or T-U-A. Tua. But his name's not Tua. But it is. It's not, Dave. Is no, it's Tua? not. What are you? It's no, like, actually, like. Read his name, though. T-A-U-L-I-A? That's that's Tua? I don't think T-U? it's T-A-U. I think it's T-U-A. Yeah, no, I don't, I'm looking at Google. Nope. It's T-A-U. All right, whatever. I, there's a reason nobody's ever called him Tua. I call him Tua. <laughs> um, yeah. you got to be frustrated, especially since you're not ball-bound. But if you look at the schedule, right, and if you just win, if you just win the games you're supposed to win, Illinois and Northwestern, you're sitting at a nice and comfortable 7-2. Going into Nebraska, um, you could sneak out. You can win against Nebraska, and you should win against Rutgers. That makes you – and you're probably going to lose to Michigan. So that sits you that makes you sit at what 9 9 and 3. 9 and 3 is a solid season. 9 and 3 you could be ranked. 9 and 3 you're making a decent bowl. Okay, you're sitting at 5 and 4 right now playing against Nebraska which based on the games before is not a gimme. And then you have to you're going to get killed by Michigan. You're going to get like the freaking Duke's Mayo Bowl again. Like this is the checkered <laughs> flag bowl. Like I don't it's it's awful. Like, it's yeah, so... we go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, I've been looking. I've just been looking at the game logs or the box scores from each game. It just seems like it's really turnovers and not being able to get the run game going. It's and it's not. I mean, Dave, I don't know if you've watched a lot of the games, but to me, it seemed like timely turnovers, like just very bad timing with the turnovers. It's not like first quarter, let's just throw one up, you know, it gets intercepted. It's really just. Especially with the Ohio State game. I mean, they were up like 21, I don't know, not 21, maybe 14 to 3. And to a, to Leah, there's a pick six. Uh, or fumble, somebody fumbled and he threw a pick six right before the half to make it like 14 to 10. Like, it just can't happen. And I think it all boils down to coaching. Your players are put out there, but you have to put an emphasis on these stupid mistakes that are losing you games. Those are my two cents. As a amen, yeah. All right, getting the MLB you were yeah. talking about. This is more of a Dave and Ben conversation, um, but the Guardians hire Stephen Vogt, um, who I guess just recently retired because up until a few years ago he was a catcher, right? 
Yes, yeah. I do believe he's recently retired, probably as of last year or the year before this past season. Um, yeah, but I think he's a great baseball mind to have. Um, it, I think it's it's a David Ross situation. I think it's just somebody that's been in, in baseball for his, uh, basically his whole life. I mean, he's been in the MLB for probably 15 years. I think it's just more of having an educated guy there. Um, getting rid of Terry Francona, I don't know. He's just getting old. He retired. Um, Terry Frank, he did retire. Okay. Yeah, but he, he was old. He retired. Um, Love that guy, though. He's not a bad coach. I, I think they could do better. Um, yeah, but I don't know how Steven Vogt will be. This is obviously his first uh, first manager, managerial job. I don't know how this will go, but um, I think it's definitely a good baseball mind to have in the, in the clubhouse and the warehouse. Not the warehouse, what I'm talking about. But definitely a good uh, guy to have in your clubhouse. Dave? Yeah, agreed. Uh, pretty solid player. And uh, I think Ben's pretty right with the David Ross situation. I think it's relatively the same thing. I think they hope it works out a little bit better than David Ross has in Chicago. And, uh, yeah, you really can't tell with these these players and how they're going to you know, be able to lead a clubhouse. So it'll be interesting to see. And the Guardians are usually a pretty well-run team. So, uh, yeah. interesting hire. Interested to see how it turns out. Um, also, on the hiring note, we got a few hirings to talk about. Um, the Mets hire Carlos Mendoza uh, to replace... He's former Yankees bench coach, I believe. Um, uh, don't know much about him. I really don't. Uh, um, can you... Tell me here. I'll look it up. I don't know what he, he spent did. The last fifteen, he spent the last 15 years in the Yankees organization, starting out as a staff member for the Yankees rookie ball team and working his way up uh, to the MLB staff in 2018. Uh, what he, does he, he became the bench coach in 2018 and had been uh, in, in that role for the last four seasons. Um, so, obviously, apparently, the coaching uh, – Apparently, the top-tier guy everybody wanted was Craig Council. And we know, going into our next hire, that in a surprising move with the firing of David Ross, he flips to his division rival, the Chicago Cubs, and they hired Craig Council. Yeah. Um, he's obviously um, – I didn't think he would leave the Brewers, but he's obviously uh, – I thought they would have re-signed him, given him a better uh, new contract. But – Obviously, they had a little bit of success. Have a lot of have been injury riddled recently, but he's able to coach that team to the best of their ability. Um, I think David Ross will get hired somewhere else, maybe as a bench coach or, or a, a special assistant or something. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a good hire for for the Cubs. I, I don't think yeah. it's super different than David Ross because um, their roster is not great. They're losing a bunch of guys this year. I mean, Bellinger's not going to be there. Say it again. It's different. For sure. yeah, yeah, I mean, Bellinger's, yeah. Bellinger's probably getting traded. A couple other guys are probably going to be out. Dansby will be back. Bellinger's a free agent. Uh, that's what I mean. I say I I didn't mean to say traded. I'm just saying they're not going to happen. He's not going to be back. Right. Um. Yeah, but I think it's it's just a, a new face in the clubhouse. I think I think David Ross will find a job somewhere else, but having uh, counsel there will be good. I think. Yeah. Just an uh, update, Maryland won 68-53. Yeah. Just about to say yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, I mean, I I disagree a little bit with uh, the, you know, he 
from, from my eyes, it seemed like the Brewers, he built something good with the Brewers. Uh, how long was he with the Brewers? Be there. Five, maybe longer than five years, maybe a little bit. I totally, I totally agree. He built something with the Brewers. That's why I said I'm not really sure why. Uh, well, I would just Chicago is a desirable market. It's a great baseball town. Um, yeah, I mean, and they've got they've got pieces like you picked them as your sleeper to go to the World Series last year during the podcast. The Cubs, oh, without a doubt, they had they yeah. had a good roster. They without a doubt did. And maybe he can take some of his returning pieces, shape, mold them, and. Uh, I don't know, because he seemed to have find a lot of success with the Brewers in an organization like the Brewers that has not like been historically successful. So uh, I guess we'll see how that all unfolds. And now uh, we can move into the little bit of NFL news we have before uh, obviously moving into the best part of the podcast. Um, um, I do have a little bit of... Uh... NFL before we get to anything else in the NFL. The Rams are signing Carson Wentz. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Yeah. Yeah, interesting move. Um, Dave, I don't know the status right now of um, of Matt Stafford, but it seems to be um, but it seems to be a move that, you know, you have a solid, solid uh, backup quarterback in place of in place of um, Matthew Stafford, uh, uh, Rippon, I think, came in last week. That, that's who it is, right, Dave? Yeah. And they, uh, when they, uh, they got once, they, they released Ripon. Oh, they released Ripon. Yeah. He was okay. terrible. Yeah, he was bad. He was really bad. Um, so, yeah, I think this is just. Well, I feel like there's a guy who still has some stuff left in the tank. Um, and, you know, you know, it, it can't really get much worse for the Rams right now. So uh, we'll see how that all, all unfolds. Um, the Titans are officially naming Will Levis the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Um, obviously, it's looked very, very good through the first uh, two starts of his career. Um, what do we think that's been attributed to? You know, is it scheme playbook or is it just him? Um, hey, hey, he likes mayo. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, See, he got a uh, thing with uh, he got like a deal with almonds. Yeah, you know, apparently he doesn't actually put mayo in his coffee. There's a video of him explaining that he puts mayo in his coffee and then he drinks it. So you can't tell me that. Well, he said he was joking. Well, it's a lie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, with Will Levis, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, it's a guy in college that didn't look exactly ready for the NFL. Uh, hence kind of why he fell to the early second rounds. Um, but he's looked pretty good. And I don't know. I think the four-touchdown game is a little bit – he's getting a little bit overhyped on that. It wasn't exactly – it was more of a D-hop thing than it was Will Levis out here making these fantastic throws. And then, you know, he puts up 16 against the Steelers. Uh, but it's, yeah, you know, he's a rookie in his first couple starts. And I think he'll get more comfortable as as the season goes on. 
Um, but then also teams will start to game plan that for him yeah. because now they kind of know what Will Levis is going to be and how he's going to play. Uh, yeah. And it's also having Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears definitely helps in the backfield, I would say. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's always nice that uh, you could have a safety valve and that most of the attention is going to be on that run game, which really opens up your offense in terms right. of those 20-plus uh, maybe intermediate intermediate to deep balls that, you know, uh, that obviously Will Levis likes to attack. You can see his highlights at Kentucky. Um, you can see we had an ongoing joke saying, Will Levis, try not to throw the ball 100 yards challenge. And it's impossible <laughs> because he never uh, could hit the dump, never hit the dump off, um, which is kind of what I saw when he played the Steelers. Uh, a lot of what I saw from him would really impress me. He de- dealing with the Steelers, uh, very, very interesting blitzes. Um, he stayed in the pocket, very calm, very confident in himself. Um, no matter how many shots he took he uh, in the pocket, he was always delivering the ball, uh, never lost any bit of confidence. Um, some things that uh, worry me is decision-making. Uh uh, I think on the last drive, he had three balls that went right through, two balls that went right through the Steelers' defenders' hands, and uh, one ball that eventually got intercepted by Quan Alexander. So there's obviously growing pains, um, but you know, playing in that pro-style offense at Kentucky, I feel like has really made him uh, transition to the NFL really well um, and be really comfortable in an NFL offense. Um, so, you know, I like Will Levis right now. Uh, we'll see how it progresses. Um, but, you know, I don't think you could call the first game a fluke and the second game back to earth. Um, but, you know, it's really just it's really just too too small of a sample size right now to see to really identify where he is as an NFL quarterback. Um, yeah. but, but as a Tennessee fan, though. Your hopes have to be high after what you've seen from the first two games. All right. I've got two games I want to talk about, and then we can get into the picks. All right. Bucks-Texans, I thought it was a very great game. C.J. Stroud threw for 470-plus yards, um, five touchdowns. 51 fantasy points. 41. 51. 41. Was it 41? He's on my fantasy team, so. Well, maybe it's different. In Sleeper, he definitely had 41. I'm not sure. But he threw for 470 yards, your five score. touchdowns. It all, depends on, it all depends on your score. I know. Um, 470 yards, five touchdowns. QBR wasn't great, but he was 30 for 42. Um, very solid uh-huh. performance against a veteran quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Um, we know how that goes. But. If they fought all the way down to the wire and ended up making a, a score and a touchdown with like 10 seconds left to tank Dell, um, secure the win. Thank you there for was talking no about Brown. this game. Thank you for talking about this game because it gives me ample oh, opportunity to talk about how I got absolutely the baddest beat in the world that I picked Houston with the spread and they went for two. Thinking that they could, they could kill the, they could uh, run the clock down and took a knee while going for two, um, instead of kicking the extra point and they won by two instead of. Three. 
Texans yeah. didn't cover. I get the loss. And then the same thing happens in the Saints game. Their line, their line was what? It was seven and a half, and they won by seven. And I lose that game by half a point. I well, just it seems I, like a lot of complaining. I just can't get a break here. I can't get you a break. You just seem soft. All right. The no, other game I wanted to talk you about. You went twelve was, and two. Yeah, I Sorry. killed it. The other game I want to talk about, Vikings, Falcons. Um, Jaron Hall, early in the first half, um, went down, concussion protocol. He was out for the rest of the game. They brought in Josh Dobbs, who threw for 158 yards, two touchdowns, led them to a 31-28 victory over the Falcons. Whoa, Taylor whoa, Heineke did not whoa, look whoa, bad in that game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not sleep what? on Josh Dobbs' legs. He also ran <laughs> he, he he seven, seven carries for 66 yards. I was getting there. For one hundred six yards and a touchdown. fantasy points. I got you. Um, and I mean, he did fumble the ball three times. <laughs> ah, sounds sounds like happens. a Lamar Jackson stat. But um, he was oh, able to come in in a stressful situation and win thirty-one twenty-eight. That's all I have. Let's get to the picks, Dave. All right, guys. Or Nate. It's not Nate. Or it's not Dave. It's Nate. Or whoever wants to do it, really. I don't care. What? No. We have to what go over the about? recap. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. You, Dave, always, that's right. you always forget the recap. I meant, to say, I meant to say Dave, and then I forgot that it was Dave, and then but I still said Dave. I'm just confused. I need to go to bed. All right. I'll, I'll do the recap here for week nine. Uh, coming in last, uh, he's kind of been a staple in this last place uh, spot here as, as uh, Nate Cross at eight and six. He did not get his lock <laughs> or his upset. So who he moves to a historic 0 and 8 on ups uh, on upsets, which is unprecedented territory. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I'm getting then, my get back this week. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Then I came in second uh, at 10 and 4, and I got my lock and my upset. And then Ben with a fantastic week, going 12 and 2, getting his lock and upset as well. And then we went 5 and 1 on sweeps, which is pretty. That's pretty huge for us. So now looking at Don't the standings here. Don't fade us. Looking at the sweet, uh, standings here, Nate is 70 and 66, so that's around 51 and a half percent. Ben is 73 and 63, that's around 53.7 percent, and then I'm 80 and 56, uh, around 58.8 percent, and we're up to 36 and 28 on sweeps, which is 56.3 percent. What did I do on my my locks and my upsets? You got them both. You went Commanders for your upset, and your lock was the Ravens. Commanders didn't win though, did they? They did. They uh, did. That's why you got it. Oh well, I thought we just did it off the spread. We usually do. No, that's no, not what never. I do. It's it's okay. Basically. All right, great. I'm I'm the best. Okay. This is my right, get then. back week. Uh, Dave's going down here. I'm catching up to both of them this week, but let's get right into it. The Thursday night game. What a whammy this game is. If you're looking for excitement. If you're looking for a phenomenal game of two teams that potentially could win Super Bowls, you would love this game, okay? The Carolina Panthers at the Chicago Bears, minus three and a half. Um, Obviously, I'm kidding. This game is terrible. Why is it scheduled? Doesn't matter. I'm going there. Uh, This is tough just because this game is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. And I'm going Panthers. I think they cover this. Oh, boy. Bryce Young was terrible last week with two pick sixes. Um, but <laughs> give me those Panthers to come back and 
Get um, I have it. the Chicago Bears. I believe Justin Fields is back this week. Even if they're not, Tyson Badgett can can do it, even though he's about to get cut. Um, he's not going to so, get cut. Yeah, I know. But I think Justin Fields is back this week. Go Bears. All right. Not much to say. Two, a tale of two terrible teams. I don't think the Bears – Bears won last week, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did. Bears won. So, I don't think I had that last week. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, we got—is this a Germany game? Yep, nine thirty a.m. We got the nine thirty Colts. I guess at Patriots is what they're calling it. Uh, plus one and a half. Uh, give me Colts. Uh, pretty, pretty handily. The Patriots. You know, they disappointed me. I thought for sure they were going to be the struggling commanders. Um, and the Colts, you know, they just continue every week to impress me for all all the, the bad things they're going through, the all unfortunate things that they have to deal with, uh, especially with Richardson going out. And just, um, you know, they just keep finding ways to win. They're sitting at four and five. I think they get back to 500 this week. I'm going to stray away from it again. I'm going Patriots here. I think the Colts had a sneaky bad performance last week. They really just got bailed by the Bryce Young terribleness. They really couldn't move the ball on a lackluster Panthers defense. And I think the Patriots, they're going to win a game. Mac Jones is just good enough to win a game against a mediocre team. So give me the Patriots here as they get their third one of the season. Uh, I have the Colts. Um, they've been pretty decent all year. I think they've been one or two plays away from from winning one or two games. Um, um, and the the Macedonians have been terrible this year. So give me the Colts. All right, let's move on. We got Browns at Ravens minus six and a half. Um, Ravens are on a hot streak. Browns. Um, Continuing to find ways to win, uh, sitting at a record of five and three. But the Ravens, you know, dominate, dominating performance last week against the Seahawks. Um, but you can basically shoe in a game where the Browns beat the Ravens. Um, but it's not this week. Give me the Ravens. All right. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. Uh, probably. I don't know if I don't know if people would say they're the hottest team in football, but at least they're the most consistent team in football. Number two in the power rankings. And this is a tough Browns defense with the Sean Watson back. I don't think that really does much for their offense. It really doesn't. It, it does. Yeah. I think, I think they look better with PJ Walker. Yeah, but you mean the Ravens here to stay hot and beat the Browns by a considerable margin at home as well. Yeah. All right, this is a sweep. I got the Ravens. Um, the run game has been more solid than it has been in past years, even though we're a run-heavy offense. Uh, we have third-string running backs running for over 100 yards, and Keaton Mitchell. Um, I think this is a no-brainer with the Ravens. All right. Next, we have Packers uh, at Steelers, uh, minus three and a half. So, for me – I mean, you guys are – anybody listening knows I go Steelers every week. Uh, but this week I'm actually confident about it, okay? Steelers pick up 
a scary win uh, last Thursday um, against Tennessee. And surprisingly, even though we only scored 20 points, one of our best offensive showings of the year, which isn't saying much, uh, but, you know, sideline Matt Canada is one and up. Um, and if you want, our defense is obviously going to play solid. Cameron Hayward's back. Uh, you know, Jordan Love, you know, kind of been up and down this year. Packers got a win last week um, to stop their skid. They didn't win for like over a month. Uh, but, you know, give me the Steelers here. They're 3-0 and with block with block numbers. They approved the 4-0 and with block numbers. Just how it goes. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers as well. I, the Packers have proven to just be not a good team. The Steelers have a good defense, and they at least look competent last weekend or well, last last Thursday night. Competent so stretch, but I'd say I, it was competent. It's a it was a tough tough Titans defense. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, run game wise, we looked we looked better than we had, but but like penalties, we're one of the we don't get we don't get penal. I mean, we don't get penalties. Like I think we're like bottom three in the league in penalties. And something happened. We had like six personal fouls on the first drive. Um, on there was a few questionable calls there, but it's the Matt uh, Canada you, effect. You can't beat you can't beat yourself, you know. You know you control your own destiny when when you're uh, playing a team like like the Tennessee Titans. Um, so yeah. Um, I had the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I don't uh, have much to say about it. I just think um, the Packers have not looked great, and the Steelers have looked uh, mediocre. So um, I think they can win by four points. All right. Uh, let's move on. Texans at Bengals, minus six and a half. Uh, I'm going Bengals, reluctant Bengals pick. Uh, they've looked hot, like probably one of the hottest teams in football. They're getting their get back after starting terribly. Um, but the only thing that makes this game so so uh, weird to me is that the Texans play shootouts and they play them close. But the Bengals' defense has looked very solid um, this year. And with the resurgence of their offense, I think – they could probably be a top three team in the AFC. Uh, too much for the Texans to handle. They win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm taking the Bengals here as well. Uh, Bengals are one of the hottest teams in in the league now. And the Texans are interesting. They played in a shootout just last week with the Bucks, But then the, the week before that, they lose to the defeated Panthers at the time. So yeah. interesting squad. And I think this is a down week for them, and we get a Bengals big win, and C.J. Stroud has one of his uh, less exciting weeks. Maybe maybe we're just underrating the Panthers' defense. It could be that. The Panthers could have the best defense of all time. Um, I'm taking the Houston Texans. I think uh, C.J. Stroud looked extremely solid last week. I think he handled the pressure very well. Um, I think he's got a lot of weapons out there, including if Damian Pierce can actually play like he knows how to play football. Um, 
But I think he definitely has Tank Dell and Nico Collins and who's the other one? Who's the other one? Enlighten me. You want Noah Brown, Noah Robert Brown. Woods? Oh, Noah Brown. Robert Woods, forget about him. He's out anyway. Um, but I think with his – he's got three threats. I think he can play very well. And I think the defense hasn't looked great, but I think they can have stints of good uh, – Good, good ball. So I have the Texans as my upset of the week. Mm. Wow! Don't fade Ben's upsets. Um, next we have a very interesting matchup: Saints at Vikings plus two and a half. A uh, tale of two teams kind of in the same position, uh, other than Kirk obviously being injured. Just two very up and down seasons. Uh, at times the Vikings. Like beating the 49ers have looked very good, um, but then also have lost games like like against Tampa, where they just look terrible in week one. Um, and I think the Saints, you know, their offense. At Who five, is pecking at their keyboard? Oh, sorry. Uh, their, off, their offense at times can look really good, um, and then, you know, at times it can really fade away. Um I think Josh Dobbs is hot. I think I think they're coming off. You know, they're on like I think what they're. I think they've won three straight, right? I believe so. Yep. Vikings won three straight. I think, um, and they get it done here at home. Wow. Or yeah, they're at home. Yeah. So you won Vikings. I did. I'm taking the Saints here. The Saints' defense is good. I don't really trust their offense at all, but um, Saints' defense is locking down uh, Josh Dobbs. I saw him against the Ravens. I know that's a good defense, but I saw it and need to see from Josh Dobbs to realize that he's really not that guy. Um, even with the good game last week, as Ben mentioned, all the fumbles. So it could be the Saints here and their stout defense to cover. Mm. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. I think uh, totally wrong about Josh Dobbs. I think totally wrong. I think when Josh Dobbs has the threats that he has, when he has the Minnesota Vikings, especially when Justin Jefferson comes back, he may be back this week, maybe next week. But I think, but I think he has the threats. And and when he was in Arizona, he had nobody. So I think Minnesota Vikings, Josh Dobbs. It's actually relatively like it's worse, but it's not that like much worse. with Arizona. I mean, no, it's terrible. Rondell Moore. Is Hollywood playing? Yeah. And Trey yeah, McBride's a good tight end. Pitiful all year. James Conner. Pitiful. All right. All right. Whatever you say. Let's, let's move on. Uh, 49ers at Jaguars plus three and a half. This is actually my upset of the week. Give me the Jaguars here. Uh, Niners are struggling. Uh, coming off a bye. I think, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, coming yes, off, yes. Coming off a bye. Um, but they got to travel across the country. They got to travel. I'm assuming they'll get there. They've been there, maybe get there a few days earlier with the bye. Um, but, you know, not acclimated to this this East Coast. I don't think it's, it's to the degree of going East to West. Um, but obviously it does affect the players. Uh, in Duval, humid. You know, Jaguars are hot. Six and two. They improved to seven and two. Both teams coming off by here. 
the 49ers losing streak ends here. Give me the 49ers here. Mm. I agree with Dave. Give me the 49ers. It's fine. I've I mean, been agreeing with you all day, but now yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, all right. Next we have. And by the way, that could be the game of the week. I agree. It's, it twisted. it's a one o'clock. Probably. Game. Yeah, uh, I think ben, that game or the uh, what was the other the one? Lions, Chargers, Texans, Bengals, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think Texans, Bengals will be solid. I think it will. Even Browns, Ravens could be solid. I hope not. You don't like close games? Not when the Ravens are playing. Uh. Next, we have Titans at Buccaneers, minus one and a half. Uh, we had this whole big talk about Will Levis, uh, but something in my head's telling me, you know, let's not fade Baker this week. Let's not fade Baker. Let's not fade Baker. Something just, some talk to me. Uh, there's no reason or rationale for me going Buccaneers, but I'm going Buccaneers. I'm taking the Bucks as well here. I'm sure, like, Will Levis idolizes a guy like Baker Mayfield, you know. <laughs> I mean, just like, you know, what a supreme talent that guy is. So if I, if I were to guess, Will Levis might come out a little starstruck. A little um, in awe, in awe. Right. He's going to see Baker out there throwing dimes to Trey Palmer. And he's going to be <laughs> like, whoa. So give me the Bucks here in dominating fashion. Dominating? Wow. Um, I like the Bucks here as well. I oh, think no. uh, quarterback. <laughs> Rookie quarterback not going to play well against that that generational talent of Baker Mayfield, um, and also um, I think the Bucks have a little bit of sour taste in their mouth after last week losing by two to the Houston Texans. It would be rough getting thrashed by two rookie quarterbacks in, right. in back-to-back weeks. I was about to say, but obviously Tampa has no problem giving up 500 yards to a, a rookie quarterback. So <laughs> getting thrashed. I like that that uh, vocab word there. Appreciate it. Uh, it could swing either way. Uh, Falcons, <laughs> Falcons at Cardinals plus one and a half. Um, uh, this, the Cardinals aren't good. Kyler could come back this week. Uh, but the Falcons. Uh, he might make man. them worse. What do, what do I do? <laughs> what, do, what do I do with the Falcons? I don't know. I'm going to go Falcons. We're, Let's go Taylor Heineke. I take yeah. the Falcons, too. I'm going to go out of turn, but I take the Falcons. Give me those Cardinals. Some, we just we just talked about their weapons. Do they have the fire in their gut? And we can't, I've faded Jonathan Gannon too many times this year. You know what? I, I wonder who's talk- taking the bus that week. I was just talking yeah, about that. God, those. Uh, <laughs> dang, this is... I'm, I'm I might be rethinking my choice. Ugh. No, I'm not. I'm gonna. I trust Ben's twelve and two knowledge to to stick with my gut there. Yeah, you better. Uh, next, next we have the Detroit Lions at the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers to me are just one of the most overrated teams I've ever seen. Uh, they they did impress yesterday getting a win over, you know, Zach Wilson and just the, the terrible offense of the Jets. Um, but there's really not much to talk about here. Lions are one of the best teams in football. They keep it up, beat the Chargers. Give me the Lions here as well. 
Chargers, that's just a bad Jets team. I know they got the job done, and that's all you can really ask for, but it really wasn't like anything that convinces me that the Chargers have taken that next step that I've been hoping for for the past couple weeks. So I'm kind of out on the Chargers here, and I'm going to take the Lions as well coming off a bye. Fire Brandon Staley. Yeah. I've got got the Lions. Chargers, rough. Rough to say the least. Although, I hate the Chargers right now because I was winning by 28 in one of my fantasy leagues. Went to bed, woke up in the morning, found out Chargers scored 30 points on defense, and I lost by two. Oh, man, that's a bad beat. It's rough. Um, Put up 140 against the best team in the league. I was 4-4. Four and four. I put up 140 against the best team in the league, and the Chargers defense screws me. Chargers defense is also just a bold play. But yeah. I guess it worked out. They had, like, three fumble recoveries, like, two defensive touchdowns, five sacks. It was ridiculous. It was like a Hall of Fame. Everybody, everyone on the defense was in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Ben. Yeah, I cried a little bit. Uh, next, this is... I'm still in the fun- playoffs, though, so it's fine. Yeah, that's good. This is the funniest game of the week. Uh, Giants at Cowboys minus... You've heard... You're going to hear this right. Don't think you misheard it. 16 and a half points. That is over two touchdowns they think they'll win by. Um, and this is my lock of the week. Give me the Cowboys. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys here, too. Um, I'm going to save my lock of the week, even though I could easily use it here. But Daniel Jones out for the season. I actually don't know like how the Giants score any points unless they hand the ball <laughs> off to Saquon Barkley Bar- 50 times. Tyrod. Oh, dude. They're going to win five games the rest of the season. They're fine. Yeah, give me the Cowboys here. I don't think there's any way in the world the Cowboys win by 17. Okay. I mean, they won by, like, the first time they played. Didn't they win by, like... They actually won by, like, 40. Yeah, so... Did they? Yeah. All right, give me the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, all right then. We're sweeping on a 17-point spread. Okay. Yeah, that's terrible. Good all pick right. there. Uh, uh, next, we got uh, an interesting matchup that Dave and I were talking about before. I don't know if I've ever seen this matchup. Uh, Commanders at Seahawks, minus six and a half. Um, I apologize to the Commanders. I said there's no way they'd win, so I picked a team that was two and six to be my lock last week and uh they uh performed better than I thought. Um and the Seahawks they gotta get their get back though after getting embarrassed in Baltimore. Gonna come back. Uh Commander's gotta go all the way to the West Coast. Um I think the Seahawks win this game handily. Wow. I'm taking the commanders here um, as my upsets. Oh, my goodness. You just saw one bad game from the Seahawks, and now you're going to hop off their train again like you did early in the season. It's just you, ridiculous. There's, I needed an upset is more of the real reason. 
Um, but Seahawks are bad. Like, Geno Smith isn't good. I've been trying to say that. Just like, like you might as well throw me out there to throw it to DK Walking and JSN and I mean, and Will Disley. I mean, like, I mean, speaking of Commanders, though, you are starting at corner, so you know that's we'll, true. We'll, like we'll, Emmanuel Forbes, since we'll we'll talk about him. A little bit. He had his best game against the Patriots, you know. Yeah. He, he drew a tough matchup against Tyquan Thornton. Like that's a tough <laughs> like, but you know. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton all game. Hopefully he'll he'll lock up um he'll lock up D Eskridge this week against the Seahawks. So we'll see yeah. we'll see yeah, how like, it goes. The only good thing that uh, Tyquan Thornton is good for is running go routes just all game. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he runs. He ran what, like a four-two. He's fast. Very fast. Um, but 165-pound Emmanuel Forbes is faster. Ben. All right, I'm taking the Washington Commanders. Oh yeah, my goodness! Coming. What are we doing? Um, Gino is awful. Um, it's just pure recency bias. No, no it's I've not. been He's saying terrible. this. Um, and Sam Howell's looked decent. I think uh, if they can get the running oh, I didn't going, know quarterbacks are the only position that's playing. I just said if they can get the running backs going, they'll be good. And their defense has always been good. So let's go command. You want the running backs to get going so you can freaking get good fra- fantasy points out of Brian Robinson. I, not- I haven't started B-Rob for the past two weeks. Let's, I, just let's want not him get to get, I just want him to succeed. If they, if they trade Antonio right Gibson, that guy will run for 1,200 yards all day long down people's throats. That's not true, though. Antonio Gibson takes, like, two carries max. No, he doesn't. He gets, like, ten. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you guys are just a little bit uh, biased from that game, but I'll give you a second to rethink. No, I want the Commanders. Cool. I'll take my I'm a big fan of my fellow Marylanders. Yeah, I, I, I mean, battle the beltway, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, we have... The Sunday night game, if you're looking for a game with pure raw to just To just make you want to go to bed without even watching the first quarter. This one right here. <laughs> this could be the AFC championship, okay? We have Jets at Las Vegas Raiders. Plus two this was my AFC preseason championship Is Aiden O'Connell playing so. this week? Yes. Did he play last week? Yes. Did they win? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. They beat those Giants, baby. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, I the Raiders. Like this, Let's go, this, Aiden O'Connell. This whole, I feel like this whole year, all the bad teams have just been playing each other, like every week. Pretty much. But also, it's, it's really usually on prime time, prime time too. Time too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's every Let's game. Let's throw the Bears on prime time for five straight weeks. Even if Fields is healthy, there's no reason the Bears should ever have a prime time. The yeah, only good I mean, primetime game you, they had is when, uh, what's his name, DJ Moore had three touchdowns in the first. Yeah, game. that was that was fun. No, that was sad. You're they, sick. Well, they played the Commanders that week, so it's not like a great matchup either way. No, it was awesome. Right. Give me the Jets. Go Brees Hall. Oh yeah, give me the Jets too. I don't know if I put that in, but give me. Go Brees Hall. He's running for 150. Like. Yeah, the Raiders defense sucks. Uh, but the Jets offense, 
the Jets' offense could be worse than the Raiders' defense. So, like, let's put that into perspective. Uh, but, yeah, give me the Jets. I have the Raiders. They're not going to lose at home in Allegiant. Uh, I think they have, and I think they will continue to lose. But they're not going to lose. They have Aiden O'Connell. That's true. I've heard anybody say that. Um, All right. Now for this splendid Monday night game of, uh, uh, geez. I mean, we got the Danger Witch versus versus Ben's boy here. Uh, Broncos at uh, Bills minus seven. I need to say something. Yeah, I'm very upset with Josh Allen's performance this year, but I I really think that he's so much of a gamer that he's going to provide the um, Bills with a playoff berth this year, and I'm going with the Bills. This is my lock of the week. Hmm. Uh, Surprisingly, this was a little hard for me. Excuse (laughs) you? I don't really, I mean, man, man, it's just the Bills have been so underwhelming, and I just, I mean, they kind of played close, but they never really seemed to have a chance last week, Um, and, man, uh I don't know, Dave. Make your pick. The Broncos were on a bye last week. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, I'm actually going to do the exact same thing Ben did and use the Bills as my lock here just because I realized I had not used it. Uh, Broncos are an interesting team. Russell Wilson is playing actually pretty well this year. But that defense is weird. Uh, Give me the Bills here. I think they get back on track here with what should be an easier win against a Weird Broncos team. I'm, I'm actually going to change. Let's ride. I'm going to change. Let's my- ride. I don't think that the Broncos will win, but I think they'll keep it close. Um, coming off an upset win against Kansas City, uh, where they hadn't won since, like, what, 2015 or something? They hadn't beat the Chiefs? That was a terrible game from two. That um, was rough. And a Bills team, which has been inconsistent, I see the Bills winning, but give me the Broncos to cover at least. And that's it for the picks. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Um, no. Oh, I just all the main points there. Yeah, I think we we did pretty good. What is on your head, Nate? Oh, it's a blanket. Spiritual. I, I thought it was like, I thought it was like a dish towel. Uh, it could no. be. Is that the blanket you're bringing to retreat? No. Right, it's just comfy. But All right, cool. I can take it off. Like if it's a problem. I, you just had it on your head. And it was just looking a little strange. It just sounds like you have a problem. No, I don't. I'm I'm chilling. All right, get to stepping. Oh wow. <laughs> you're not uh, that. Good. All right, everybody for listening. Um, this has been from, another production of the CHC um, Sports Code Sportscast. From the yellow room. No, not the yellow room. I'm not in a blue room. Sorry. You're in a blue room. Dave's on a black screen. <laughs> so we're in the blue room. I guess. Uh, we're in a, All right. 
Okay, Thanks, yeah, everyone, for listening. We're, yeah, we're in the blue room, and Dave's just in a void. Yeah, my yeah we, we don't working. know where Dave is right now. He could be in a dungeon. He's got it's a gonna black get, It's going to get fixed. Um, Dave's maybe. in Valhalla right now. This is, uh, yeah, I'm actually in Russell Wilson's office um, yeah. last year that he had with yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. So, super top secret. What's the thing in in um, <laughs> one of the religions we're learning about where you, uh, like, complete – Complete and total, like where you're in. I'm like on a, my vision. I'm on my vision quest right now. No, no, no. When you're like a complete and total trance, like of meditation, where you just like totally go into <laughs> a state uh, of shock that you're in right now. Oh. Uh, Did anybody watch the video of the uh, of the 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 Zen Buddhist when you're getting a tap from the yeah from like the leader? Dude, he <laughs> he smacked like him so him. hard, I got scared. Yeah. Dude, I. I know, like, I wonder if there's, we can't, we can't go too deep into this topic, but I wonder if anybody, like, has, I know, like, they think of it as gratitude, but I wonder if, like, a monk in training has ever just gotten up and, like, slapped the master in the face. Well, it said in the video, it said it's, it's not a, it's not a form of punishment, it's a form of encouragement. Yeah, I know, because they lose concentration or they fall asleep and they need to be brought back into a state of, like, of of uh, uh calmness and and uh and what's it called mental yeah mental well, it said it's supposed to shock them back into like reality or or something yeah because they meditate yeah. on for hours and hours so all right that, there's your religion lesson of the week bang. everybody um bang. thanks everybody for listening this has been the chc sports code sportscast dave you got anything to say no all right i'll pass to nate sign us off there pal have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, possibly Thursday. Uh, stay classy, Cardinals. <laughs>